in him you see uh, like a horrible alternate future. Uh, no, I don't actually. Okay. Right, at all. <laughs> <laughs> you piece of shit. In the world of conspiracies, the supernatural, and the downright spooky, there are only two men who you can trust. Dennis Lynn and Roger O'Sullivan. Or as they prefer to be called, the unexplained legends. This week on Unexplained Legends, the Reddit No Sleep Special. Welcome, listeners! This week's episode of Unexplained Legends. I'm Marjorie Sullivan, and with me, as always, is... <laughs> Dennis Pet Peeved, Len. <laughs> and together we are the Unexplained Legends! Um, Dennis, I've got uh, a cu- oh, go on. I've got a couple of pet peeves for you, Raj. Nice, nice. One, of my, on. one of my pet peeves is when the co-host says that I'm going to have an alternate <laughs> universe... That I might be living in in my life might turn out. And it, it's going to be horrific. And he sees that world for me. And he says that just before we come into the podcast. <laughs> and not only that, he says, don't you agree? No, I don't agree that I would turn out like that. <laughs> horrific. I didn't really um, mean it. <laughs> what's your pet peeve? My pet peeve. It's probably um, Joe and Kat spit, spit up their hairballs. Where are Bang, bang, bang. Sick. Absolutely go. sick. Go. I've got right. another pet peeve. Go on. <laughs> that's it. Dennis's pet peeves. That's a new. That's our new uh, intro. Have you have you got nothing better to to do than than like pick up these pet peeves? You are, well, uh, as we covered in the, in the last episode, hmm. or maybe not the no, not the last one, but the the one before that. The I don't sweat the small stuff. No, you don't. But you, 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 like, you do, you pick up annoyances. I pick them up. I mean, it's not a hobby, you know. (laughs) It kind of is, though, at this point. It's just I come across a lot of annoyances. Oh, is that Um, it? Did you, what did you do there just before the podcast came on there? Did you make make me wait while you sucked off to Mr. (laughs) Fruit? Yeah, I did. I did. I did. In all, okay, let's get this out in the open. Firstly... Um, if you go on Discord, on our Discord, yeah. you you can see my Mister Freeze updates. You can see that in one sitting, I had uh, <laughs> I I ate I ate sixteen Mister Freezes. Do you, do you know what's so strange about this? Is the Mister Freeze thing? If if you go back and listen to the original like episodes, that was a mm-hmm. big thing. Yeah, right. Which is approximately just over a year ago. Are your Mister Freezes like? coming in seasons or what, what? <laughs> well yeah there it now is the time when they've they've just been picked and they've brought it no it's because i didn't have a freezer for so long i didn't have a freezer so the minute i got a freezer you know mr mr freeze is coming he's not he's not far behind <laughs> mr uh, freezer is gonna stick these in the fucking freezer <laughs> i actually had a uh i had a box of mr freezes ready for when the first freezer came but it was broken so the, it was devastated. I actually opened one or two of them and just sucked them down. Raw. I was just wondering if you ever did that. Do you ever drink them? Yeah, very rarely. But I will sometimes. Yeah, yeah. What do they taste like? Well, they taste like um, the Mr. Freeze except warm. Mm. Or room temperature, I guess. Room temperature. <laughs> Mr. Room temperature. <laughs> it's not, it doesn't the same ring to it, does it? <laughs> the, um, um, what are we doing this week? Uh, this week, Dennis, we, uh, we're doing... A bit of a, a different a different one. I'm I'm all about treating myself at the moment. 
Right, I'm treating myself. I'm going up to Edinburgh soon. I will have been gone, come and gone by the time this episode comes out. I'll yep. be back from Edinburgh. You'll be, you you'll be delighted to have me back. So I I've decided to treat myself. Um, just in general, I treated myself to some waffles. Um, some uh, you know, breakfast uh sweet waffles that I'm gonna have for breakfast tomorrow. Uh, treated myself to a lot of Mr. Freezes. Like that's a, not a treat. That's a diet. That, that is, that's a requirement. That's in <laughs> yeah. my um, that's in my like my PT has given me those to eat. If you if you were in like a DKI witness book called Roger, like your diet would be like it has to be fed Mr. Freezes. Oh, I think that the cross section of me would not be human inside. It it would look very strange. Um, but the other way I treated myself, Dennis, is I wanted to do a special, um, a bit of a special episode. I wanted yeah. to, we're, we've had, what is it now? This is, this might be episode 69. Wow. Um, or, or something in there and thereabouts. Didn't we, didn't we promise we'd do something for that? Um, <laughs> the, the banana live stream, is that it? Uh, maybe we did say we'd do something for 69, but I decided we're going to take a little, uh, a, a deviation from our usual format and instead i was going to find something from the uh the online community that i thought might we both could get a bit of surprise and enjoyment from and uh what i did is i went on i went on old reddit if you're familiar with it nice goldmine goldmine and i and i found on a subreddit are you familiar with it dennis it's called um or slash no sleep i've been in there before yeah Mm-hmm. Yeah, do you care to explain to the listener what or slash no sleep is? Uh, well, spooky stories are yeah. presented to its readers, and then you don't get any sleep after reading them. Exactly. That's couldn't think of a better of a better summation myself. So, while looking for a spooky story that um, that I do because it's coming up to the to the end of August as well, no. which is the spookiest time. <laughs> no, I'm not doing that. I still have the back to school feeling. In oh, my okay. Mind. It kills me. Okay, not doing it. Try on your uniform, Raj. Mm, so, flappage. Yeah, but 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 back back anyway to to or slash no sleep. I've picked. I found what somebody described as as the single scariest story that they've ever found on or slash no sleep, and this this was vo- upvoted so highly, and I think it's exactly the sort of thing that's going to. Just send chills in your arse. The, the title of it, Dennis, is just I'm a search and rescue officer for the US Forest Service and I have some stories to tell. I hate forests and woods. They're very scary. You just, you hate all forests? Because I have a, something when I was a child happened, which I will explain later on when we get a little bit in. Okay. In forest. Very scary and unexplainable. Okay, well, in that case, I think uh, before we we kick on, I'll just say I haven't, I haven't heard this story the whole way through, and Dennis hasn't heard it, so it's for the, or the first time I think on the podcast we'll both be kind of discovering this as we go along. So on the back of that, let's crack on with the lamestream narrative. I honestly don't know how I'd forgotten this story. 
but it is by far the scariest thing that's happened to me. I guess maybe I've tried so long to forget about it that it didn't come to my mind right away. As someone who spends literally all their time in the woods, you don't ever want to let yourself get scared of being alone or out in the middle of nowhere. That's why when you have experiences like this, you tend to just forget about them and move on. This, to date, the only thing that's ever made me really seriously consider if this job is the right one for me. So right up the front there, Dennis, he's he's really going to town on on the spookiness of this. I don't think you ever think about becoming a ranger in the woods and the forest and the fact that it's going to be really scary. No. You, well, you, there is a lot of jobs that I think I reckon I could do. But they... <laughs> I reckon I could do them, but I don't think about the fact that they have a night component. Yes, 100%. I couldn't... One thing that would really scare me is locking up a school. Okay. I, I That would terrify me, especially kind of an old Irish school. Like the school I went to was like, you lock that up, you don't know what's lurking around there. Big brown doors and big weird stuff. Did you have a weird janitor in your school? Uh, yeah, we did, yeah. The... He's, na- he's named Rhymed with Rat and he was called something the rat. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, and it's, it's kind of twofold, right? He did rat people out unnecessarily, but at the same time, he did rat people out really legitimately as well. Okay. So it's kind of a villain and a superhero. But he he um he 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 reportedly lived in the shed down um down near down near my school. But he he, he categorically didn't live in that shed because he lived up near me. Um, but no, he lived but, in the shed. <laughs> but he lived in the shed. That is uh, that's really funny child stuff, child logic of just <laughs> yeah. oh yeah he um oh well he's a, he oh he's a freak. So he lives in the shed. <laughs> yeah, and he wasn't like he's just a, yeah. He's a normal man. He's a normal <laughs> man. Before we move on, my chemistry teacher, though, he actually did live in the car park um, and definitely started living in the classroom. And the reason uh, I found that out is because I accidentally rumbled it because we were writing in the school magazine. And I noticed that he would brought in like um, a kind of a toaster oven into the chemistry lab. And and then one time he turned up with like a full on motor van outside. Right now, like my objective was not to. And also there was a rumor going around that he got divorced. Right. So well, <laughs> my, my objective was not to rat this man out or to like make his life any worse. But yeah, it turns out that um, I made a joke in like the school magazine that he was just slowly moving his house into the chemistry lab. And then after that came out, everything was gone. Wow. That is, um, I would say the divorce was not so rumored. No, probably not. It confirmed at some point, I reckon. Sorry, is there an earthquake happening over there, Dennis? Sorry, the camera just, kicked, just went apeshit. <laughs> I just kicked my table. <laughs> the, um, I'd say probably um, the divorce was confirmed. The living in the chemistry room or at the car park, uh, up in the air, I'd say. Um, so to continue, I don't really like talking about it much, but I'll do my best. Uh, there are some... Um, there's some gra- grammatical errors in this, but they're just straight from the post, okay? Mm-hmm. So just in case you're wondering. the uh, But well, to be fair, some of the ones I write, there are grammatical errors in as yeah. well. So um, the I don't really like talking about it much, but I'll do the best I can to remember it all. As I recall, 
This took place right at the end of spring. It was a typical lost child call. A four-year-old girl had wandered away from her family's campsite and had been missing for about two hours. Her parents were completely despondent and told us what most parents do. My kid would never wander away. She's so good about staying close. She's never done anything like this before. Were you a wanderer as a kid, Dennis? Have we discussed getting lost on the podcast before as children? Or have uh, we just talked about it? I can't really remember. No, we. I don't think it's coming from the podcast. Have you ever got lost? Uh, yeah, once, yeah. What age were you? Um, I would say um, 15. No, I'd say, yeah. No, I got lost. Um, I got lost recently, actually, in a forest. But panic loss, like, as no, in, no. I'm in trouble. The last time that happened, I'd say it was five, maybe four or five. And I, it was in <clears throat> the Super Value in Balancholic, in the centre of Balancholic. And um, I, my mom was doing the shopping. I was with my mom, lost my mom. Went back, went outside and found, the, found my dad's car. And went into the car with my dad in it. <laughs> I went into the car with my dad in it. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, <laughs> at least I think he was there. my dad. But yeah, the, he's parked car. But the that um then uh, my mom went ape shit. My mom, well, obviously she was terrified. She thought she'd lost me, but she went well, ape yeah, shit. But she, why is she going ape shit? She lost you. Well, yeah. Actually, do you know what? I'll bring that up with her next time. Next you time here. I got um, lost in Killarney before, and it was just after we saw two dogs humping. And my mother said that they would die. Um, I don't know if that was connected to me uh, running off, but I got seriously lost. Like, like as in, I was, I was a goner. I don't know how I got separated, um, but I remember the fear. And then in typical me fashion, I was like, okay, I need to go where my mother could be. And I just started going into all the like um, clothes shops around the place crying. And then these two women... Um, inside in one of the clothes shops just basically took me in as their son and I worked there for 10 years wow um, that's uh, where yeah, I was, met you wasn't it yeah it was <laughs> you, you got me out of there you, you paid you paid to free me I, I said him I'll take him I'll take this one he, he, he looks sturdy the, but my uh, but my hands were scissors yeah yeah you you were talking about um, the dogs dying after they had sex your mom saying mm-hmm. that to you yeah which I'm sure had no lasting effects on you. But I happened to be looking up today about the mating ritual of ants. Because mm. they, they die after they mate. And I found some great phrases on the Wikipedia page. Right. This is the first one. The males have <laughs> the males have evolved for the single purpose of inseminating the queen. During the quick and violent mating. The male places his internal genitalia into the genital chamber of the queen and then quickly dies. Um, <laughs> but, but what a life. Well, yeah, what a, what a life. Imagine that. Has sex with the queen, dies, <laughs> dies instantly. Um, then, Which, when she, when she was alive, probably would be your outcome as well. Yeah, yeah, true. Um, then, then here's the next one. Within a few days after they emerge... Uh, from the pupa cases, males are quickly converted into single-purpose sexual missiles. Wow, <laughs> aren't we all? Yeah, um, yeah. The okay, so we got a four-year-old going missing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been reported to this ranger. Ranger's going out. He said it's like you know, rudimentary. It's it's uh, a regular occurrence. Run, run in the mill. Run in the mill, and uh, the kid's been missing for two hours. Yeah. So to continue, we assure the we assured the parents. 
that we'll do everything we can to find her. And we spread out in a standard search formation. Uh, what do you think that search formation is? In a v? line. Oh, in a in line. A line. Yeah. Oh, you know, you're, you're right. I've seen that in movies. Mm. I was partnered with my good buddies. And we were good. Thank God. I was partnered with my good buddies. And we were sort of casually holding conversation while we hiked. I know it sounds callous. But you do sort of become desensitized when you've done this long enough. It becomes the norm. And I think to a certain extent, you have to learn to desensitize yourself in order to work this job. We search for a good two hours, going well beyond where we think she'd be. And we come out on a small valley when something makes us both stop in unison. We freeze and look at each other. And there's almost a sensation like a plane depressurizing. My ears pop and I have this odd sensation of having dropped about 10 feet. I start to ask my buddy if he felt that. But before I can, we hear the loudest sound I've ever heard in my life. It's almost like a freight train passing directly by us. But it's coming from every direction at once. Including above and below us. This is fucking... This is getting intense now. The, I, I have to back this up as well, right? And I think I've actually mentioned this in the podcast before. But that thing of the atmosphere changing and the hair on the back of their neck standing up and the feeling like it's being depressurized and stuff. Um, people who ha- were like in Humvees and stuff over in Iraq, they swore that when a rocket launcher or whatever was... Or a, or a bomb was about to explode or like, um, you know, like what I call them... Uh, oh, um... ID, ID or something like that? or Yeah, what is it? Improvised explosive device? IED? Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, an IED. I got an, I got an IED before for not peeing after sex. But um, <laughs> they, 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 um, they swore that they could, they'd feel it just for like an absolute split second. Just in that moment of something was about to happen. Or like that maybe it's the rocket flying through or the explosion's about to happen. Or just some sort of chemical change. So I, that freaks me out that they would get that sensation. Do you um do you think telepathy is real? Uh, what what's what actually is telepathy? It's communicating just... like via like via your brain, I guess, non-verbal. Um, I think it's possible. Like it, it's possible, like to non-verbally communicate. I don't know. Is it possible to transfer thoughts? You, you, you know, I'm not talking about semaphore. <laughs> sorry i didn't i didn't i didn't explain it very well it's not like oh my god <laughs> waving yeah you think sign language is tele- telepathy <laughs> no but i think i think that like you can do stuff unintentionally with your face or whatever or like this your the other person will pick up on the slightest thing you know when you know someone's worried but they're they're not trying to give it away or yeah whatever. i think that's possible is it possible to think something i i mean myself and my friend ian um mm. he used what we used to do walking back from university uh because we were doing nothing like we're walking sorry we're going into town to get posters and um dvds because hmv was closing or something and um then we would go up uh and what we do on the street is we would actually the two of us would get the same thought some crazy thought right we tell each other and then we'd look at the person that we're passing out and try and pass that thought into their head Real, yeah. So, like, let's say, let's say, simply, you'd be imagining murdering them, right? Yeah. That would be the simple one. So then you try, 
<laughs> start coming down. You say, okay, mm. we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna act like, imagine murdering this guy, right? It's two of us murdering. And like obviously, like at some point, whether we're convincing ourselves it or not, but I suppose if you do imagine murdering some guy, like that the guy will look and kind of go, Oh, what the fuck is that? That that does sound honestly what? that kind of more makes you sound like a lunatic. Oh, look, I was never going to come up right in that story. You're, but Oh, well, me and my friend, we used to just walk down and try and actually project murder into people's brains. <laughs> oh, OK, yeah, that's fine. But, but, um, but, what, but what I'm saying is you're not listening. Yeah, but I'm, I'm the weirdo. Is, I'm the weird um, one on the podcast. Just because I, I suck off Mr. Freeze. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's all you just stay away from that guy. Um, so, yeah, I think... Um, I think it's possible, but it's not possible. Like, you're not transferring thoughts. Do you think it's possible? Um, mm, what do you think, I think? You want uh, sweet waffles. <laughs> shut up. Get out of my brain. I think um, I'm sympathetic to it. All right. Look, I'm, I'm going to do it right now. Okay, right. I'm going to look at you and I'm going to have a thought in my head. Um, but I don't know if it's it, like... I well, think let's just you're outside it. a Wi-Fi connection. Maybe, you know what no I mean? done it. Maybe no one's done it before. Okay, look, I'm going to think of something and you go. Right. Carrots. Oranges. That was close. It's the same <laughs> color. That's weird. <laughs> what the hell is that about? <laughs> That's fucking weird. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't expect that. Um, that's really weird. <laughs> Okay, that is fucking. That is fucking odd. All right, so so you think there's some sort of telepathic being around here, is there? Well, something has happened. They and they've they've heard the so far anyway. They've heard a huge sound, and it the the thing that makes me, uh, the thing that makes me like go about telepathy, telepathy, and and think about it in that direction is the idea that he said he felt like he dropped ten feet, like he had. It's all about this feeling that's gone along with not just the the sound. But he anyway, he, he looks to his friend, right? And the, the friend, he screams something to me. But I can't hear him over this deafening roar. Understandably freaked out, we look all around us, trying to find the source of the sound. But neither of us sees anything. Of course, my first thought is a landslide. But we're not near any cliffs. And even if we were, I would have it would have hit us by now. The sound goes on and on, and we're trying to yell at each other. But even standing close together, we can't hear anything but this sound. Then suddenly, as it starts, it stops, like someone threw a switch and cut it off. We stand there for a second, perfectly still, and slowly the normal sound of the woods comes back. He asked Barry. me what the fuck just happened. Very creepy. I bet he didn't have an answer, though. No, uh, that that sounds like some Lost shit to me. Yeah, it does. It does. It's actually like a good version of Lost. The sensation of the the noise and the kind of feeling being above and below them <laughs> is very scary. That it, Yeah, it's the idea of just just something that even just being in an actual earthquake... Yeah, like you know, like something real that we know. Like that's terrifying. Like the Earth. Like you can't run and hide from it. It's the fucking Earth. The Earth is quaking. The I also think it's very funny that despite the fact we nearly telepathically communicated, 
will consistently speak over each other or or mis <laughs> misread what we're doing on the podcast all the time. <laughs> um, so maybe telepathy isn't isn't a thing. But yeah, that so far, right? This is this could be enough for me. I know we're very different in this respect. The story could end here, and I'd be like, "Fucking weird, creepy." No, I think I'd be with you on saying it's creepy or weird, but I'd probably want a little bit more. I think it'd be really? a bit selfish of this guy to write the post and go, anyway, I'm off. My dinner's ready. You think that's a... Sorry, my partner's really, really has a problem if I'm late for dinner. Yeah. So I have to leave mid-story. Which would be understandable, actually, to be honest. <laughs> okay. I think this is creepy enough already, but we'll continue and we'll see, we'll see where it goes. So, Raj, before yeah. you carry on, right, I, I'm just putting this out there, right? If this ends... In the Loch Ness Monster. Right. If it ends in that joke. We're going to have to have words. <laughs> what do you mean? If, if you say. And he comes on the hill. After an hour of this. And, and it's, it's the Loch Ness, Ness monster. monster. No. Who do you think the body was? It was the Loch Ness uh, Monster. Uh, true. Good no. 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 Of, of homemade Lucasade Sport. I see. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A little bit of water used in. In, in my Lucasade Sport. Now to. Uh, Dennis, if this does end in a joke or in a prank, it's news to me. I haven't read the end of it. So <laughs> We actually could both be set up here and you don't even know. Yeah, this could be the worst episode we, <laughs> we ever do. <laughs> so, he asks me, what the fuck just happened? But I just kind of shrug and we stand there looking at each other for a minute. I get on the radio and ask if anyone else just heard the end of the fucking world. But no one else hears it. And even though we're all within shouting distance of each other, my buddy and I just sort of shrug it off and keep going. After about an hour, or sorry, about an hour later, we all check up on the radios and no one's found the little girl. Most of the time, we won't search when it gets dark because we don't have any kind of lead on her and a few of us decide to keep going, including me and my buddy. We keep close together, and we're calling out for her every couple of minutes. So, that still, that freaks me out already, just that they're continuing in the dark, and just yeah, shouting at each other. And that they're shouting at each other. <laughs> Hello! <Hi. laughs> no wonder they can't find her. Um... Yeah, no, it's very scary. Again, like young kids going missing is scary in themselves because you automatically assume they're ghosts. Yeah, um, that is your your first go to. That kid is a ghost. Also, like, has it been taken by some you know weird forest creature or some forest beetle? You don't really know, um, which is terrifying. What's a forest beetle when, when they're at home? Are they, are they what they sound like? Uh, yeah, pretty pretty uh, like you know Ron Seal. <laughs> you know, oh, okay, does, yeah, yeah, does what it says on the tin. Um, I'm picturing, I'm picturing like, uh, I don't know why, but I'm picturing something along the lines of a, um, like a kind of a, a, a pedo, but more outdoorsy. Yeah, like a pedo in a ghillie suit. Yeah, yeah. Or maybe, yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe like Bigfoot, if Bigfoot was a pedo. Yeah, or like the, the Bigfoot costume, but just a human head. Um, so I... I have that experience of this that I mentioned at the start, right? And this is mm. completely and utterly true. Don't know what it was. Um, but down in a place called Glen Bay, right? I can name the place. Yeah, yeah. Right? Down in a place called Glen Bay in County Kerry, there's a walk there on the side of the mountain. 
It's a lovely little walk, right? And it was like a tradition for my family when we would go there. This is like the place we'd go all the time, right? And it was tradition for our family to go on the walk on this mountain. It was one of the things to do, right? But after a while, that walk was called the Monster Walk, right? Now, it was not called the Monster Walk because it was a very long walk. It wasn't even a very long walk. Um, but one day we were, we were walking up that walk and we heard these weird noises. And we looked up in the tree and, like, I could draw them. We saw monsters' heads in the trees. That's the only thing we could, like, describe it. Like, it was so scary. And they were up so far. And they weren't birds. It wasn't small enough to be a rodent because it was so far away. Like, it, 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 was, it was huge. There was huge. There was, like, three of them. Why, um, why do you just, like, despite poo-pooing everything <laughs> that I ever bring up, that you, you fucking, like, you just have these bizarre fucking stories of, of just cryptids and shit. I've pretty much seen a UFO as well outside my house. <laughs> yeah. But, but yeah, it was, it was really, really strange. And we stopped and I, I legged it, like I legged it down the walk. Now, my dad is a very kind of practical man. So he would kind of say like, well you know that can't be monsters so it's not monsters if you get that's just kind of logic but like yeah i'm looking at it going and we were thinking you know we always talk about it like we always go on a monster walk and you get that feeling when you're turning when you're I, I know where the place is on the walk like it's not even that far up it's not it's not that secluded or anything but you are definitely away from everything monster um, walk. but when you go up to that point like it just it's so scary but I still have no idea what it was. We were kind of theorizing. It's like, oh, it must have, like, we were literally saying it must be monkeys. Like, it has to be monkeys that, like, escaped from the zoo or something. Um, but they would have it. They'd have to get, like, um, a, you know, a train ticket down from Cove. It was really, really weird. I don't know what it was. What the? Yeah. So, I just, and, that just is so annoying to me that all this stuff happens to you. And then you're just like, oh, well, it's bullshit when it happens to somebody else. Well, like, I think it's my dad's logic. Like, it can't be monsters, therefore it's not monsters. <laughs> so it's monkeys. Yeah. Well, like, I'm telling you, it looked like three monkeys up on, the, up on the tree. And the fact that they were together as well made it way scarier. Like, they were kind of either waiting for something to come along there or hiding from something. Hey, I'm going to send you a picture of what they looked like in my head. Mm-hmm. Um, hang on. The... This, this admittedly isn't excellent, isn't excellent podcasting. <laughs> For anyone at home, you can uh, send us in a picture of, um, of these to unexplainedlegends at gmail.com or whatever comes up in your head. The While you're getting that as well, I, there, was I another thing, there was another thing your, my dad used to say to me as well, right? He used to say, horses doovers, right? Right. Which is hors d'oeuvres. Oh, yes. Right? Horses doovers, right? And he'd say, the horses doovers are coming, right? Now, he thought this was a funny trick that, like, would get me to go to bed or whatever. I was imagining the most frightening monsters in the whole world, <laughs> like, like terrifying <laughs> monsters were going to fucking eat me, right? Like, I didn't, I did not see it as a game. And he thought it was the funniest thing in the world because I would, like, run for my life until I actually drew because they, they knew, they saw me one night and I was like really panicked, like I was really upset. And they got me to draw what I thought a horse's doover was. And it was terrifying. And he never did it after that. <laughs> the, um, well, at least, he, at least he stopped. So that's what I, what I just sent you oh, there. Oh, 
What the fuck is that? I picture three of them and three of them in your fucking in in your tree. Roger, that's that's honestly close enough to what they were like. Like, so what he sent me, right, is like a let's say a furry monkey kind of body, like very furry, very like almost um, fashionable monkey body, and then big weird hands. <laughs> fashionable monkey body. <laughs> you fucking <laughs> humanoid, humanoid hands, and then this quite like ape-like but grey man kind of um, head. Uh, that is very like they, they were peering out like that that's weird how did you get that um it's from something but i don't want to tell you what it's from because in case you watch it it will be it'll be a spoiler okay but um yeah the it's i might maybe i might drop in here from the ah probably won't <laughs> i say might drop something in here for the listener saying what it was but We'll see. We'll see when I when I go to edit this. Uh, hello, listeners. Um, if you're curious, what I'm talking about here is the alien costumes from the movie Nope. Not the actual alien itself, but the costumes that people use to dress up as aliens. But yeah, so that's what I pictured. Very weird. Um, very weird indeed. So, ne- next, Dennis, right. At this point, so to bring you up to speed again, they're... What are they doing? They're um, they're searching in the dark. They don't usually do it, but they decide to make an exception this time. So, at this point, I'm hoping beyond hope that we find her. Because while I may not like kids, well, kind of no need to bring that up, really. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no. stra- strange note. Yeah, the uh, suspicious note given. Yeah, uh, but but I didn't kill her. Yeah, yeah. Um, because while I may not like kids, the idea of them being out all alone in the dark is awful. The woods can be intimidating to kids in the daytime. At night, well, it's a whole different beast or monster. But we're not seeing any signs of her or getting any responses. And around midnight, we decide to turn back around and head back to the rendezvous point. We're about halfway when my buddy stops me, shines his light to the right of us into a really thick deadfall or group of dead trees. I ask him if he's heard a response, but he just tells me to be quiet a second and listen. I do, and in the distance I can hear what sounds like a kid crying. Oh, Are you you losing your I'm, I'm getting in the car. The kid can defend itself. I'm yeah. gone. Goodbye. We head in the direction of this deadfall and go around it, calling her name over and over as we get closer to the crying I start getting this weird feeling in my gut and I tell my buddy that something isn't right this is kind of like what you were talking about again earlier like the your you just kind of sense yeah something's up I did it the other night when I was walking like I felt like there was something behind me so I just I walked I walked around I went a different way like I just I listened to it it's so strange when that happens but I I do believe that your body does pick up on that stuff the 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 body holds the score have you ever keeps the score have you ever heard that that book no I actually haven't it's about trauma actually the um yeah oh there you go yeah but but the idea that your body does uh, your body is connected to to your your mental processes. Oh, I get what you mean. Like, as in, if you've been through traumatic events, it's like 
kind of keeping that on record and it's kind of affecting you, is it? Yeah, Which yeah. Is true. So, in this case, if you're intellectually, maybe if you're intellectually thinking, or like telepathically even, picking up that something's going on, maybe your body is like vibrating and being like, no, nope, you know, get me out of here. Mm. He tells me he feels the same way. So he said to his body, something isn't right. He tells me he feels the same way, but we can't figure out what it is. We stop where we are and call the girl's name again. And at the same time, we both figure it out. The crying is on a loop. It's the same hitching sob, then wail, then quiet hiccup, repeated over and over. It's exactly the same every time. And without saying another word, we both take off running. Oh, whoa. <laughs> so it's like, it's either it's either something mimicking it, or it's like a trap, like something recording it, trying to lure them in. I hadn't even thought about the mimicking. Mm, the mimicking thing is, is the scariest part of it, to be honest. That is fucking... Why did you say that? Yeah. That's really fucked, fucked me off. See, do you think it's an alien or do you think it's a a beast? Oh, I thought it was just like a murderer. No, I think I think it's way more. Way, I mean, the the mimicry thing for me, like I mean, it could, like it could be a murderer trying to lure them in. But what would be the point in him trying to lure them in? He'd surely just be gone. Like he's he's into killing kids. I don't know. Well, is he though, or does he just kill the kids to lure out? the adults potentially yeah 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 i guess so it's the only time i've ever lost my composure like that but something about it was so incredibly wrong and neither of us wanted to stay out there anymore when we got back to the rendezvous we asked if anyone else had heard anything strange but no one else knew what we were talking about i know it sounds sort of anticlimactic But that call fucked me up for a long time. As for the little girl, we never found a trace of her. We keep her eye we keep an eye out for her and all the other people who we've never found. But frankly, I doubt we'll ever find anything. Oh that's chilling. Absolutely chilling. I really, really was hoping that that kid would be found though. Um, oh, oh! Look, there's actually there's a postscript here that said she was found and it was fine. Oh, brilliant! Yeah. I'm so relieved. Yeah, <laughs> that that is a bit of a downer, I guess. Yeah, that is a downer, but yeah, um, it's the way it is. Oh also, no! Wouldn't it be scary working in that? But how would you continue working there if a two-year-old went missing? Or a four-year-old, or whatever age it was. Like, how would you continue working there? Like, as in, one, it's like, okay, either this kid was taken or it got lost. But either way, you're like, there's a good chance you're going to come across it at some point. Yeah, like you just you assume you'll find something, wouldn't you? Yeah, something leading you to believe that it's, yeah, like as in you just could find you know a body or whatever, like. Yeah, like it's, at some point. It's. It is 
weird there's another i'm just reading the the rest of of their post and there is something here there's there's something about things they've found mm. but honestly um uh, for me personally and for the podcast it's a bit too gruesome i think too true crime we're not true crime yeah we're 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 not true crime we're true conspiracies exactly yeah the i i'm, I'm just ha- having a quick look to see if there's anything anything that we could we could maybe just top it out on you know yeah it's really 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 scary though it is it is terrifyingly scary they i mean imagine if we did true crime as well god it'd be a mess i think we'd be closed down after about six episodes well i think i, I think a few people have mentioned to us the idea of having a splitting one off and having a uh what 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 do you call it the um the having an an explained legends oh really yeah Uh, do i remember remember people mentioning that to us to be honest right i don't know what kind of correspondence you get the correspondence i get is just crazy shit that's what i get from people all the time just sending me mad stuff never really any kind (laughs) of like constructive or helpful suggestions just have you seen this mad thing and i'm like i'm not the guy (laughs) you're meant to be sending it to the other guy (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah that is true actually I don't get the I don't get the weird stuff. Like oh, I, I get don't the weird stuff. What? I get the fucking weird yeah, stuff. Yeah, you do. You do. You're it's like, "Hey, Dennis, have you heard have you heard of this? There's a man living on Saturn." And you're like, "It's the it's not me." Um let's let's sum this up though. So, what do you think it was? So, personally, my theory, my theory was it was a murderer. And they were trying to lure them out. But what explains the the crying then? A tape recorder. Tape recorder just stuck to a tree, and there and you think their objective was to kill whoever was going to come near it. Yeah, because I think if you're going out, think about it this way: if you're approaching that noise as a human, mm. you're probably feeling kind of disarmed. Do you know? Yeah, like I get that. You're you're not on alert. You're like, think, oh no, baby. I mean, there is another theory here as well, right? That the guys heard this cry, got freaked out, ran off, and then they never found the kid. And then they're like, ah, oh, crap! Like, oh, that was a tape no. recorder, wasn't it? That was a tape recorder. And they're like, yeah, yeah, definitely a tape recorder. Definitely a tape recorder. No, no, Dennis, that's don't be so rude. Don't be so crazy with well, your, your silly ideas. I think my theory is much better that it was some sort of thing like um, a mimic of some description, some horrible, terrifying demon mimic. That that freaks me out. Like, I hate that. I really hate that. <laughs> I, I hate, hate it that. as well. Oh, man. I really fucking hate that. That I wish you'd never said that to me. The I, I think, so, I think, I, uh, in terms of these sorts of episodes i think we'll we'll pop them in every now and again mm. i reckon I, I think they'd be a good change of pace the but I mean, look i'm 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 not i'm not like shooting down true crime right but my mm. only my only issue with true crime is one there's a good chance i'll make fun of some murder victims right which is probably going to happen yeah and two how do people do true crime pro- podcasts without just being horribly depressed what do you mean well, like you're talking about, like probably families getting murdered and people getting murdered, and like they're real humans. But you can uh, just think, you can think, oh, you know, 
Could be worse. Could be me as well. Could be, yeah, could be worse. As yeah. my dad always said, my dad's favorite phrase, whenever you'd go, oh, but what if this happens? What if that happens? He goes, listen, this time next year, we could all be dead. <laughs> he's saying it like he's going to get a holiday. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's like, he's hopeful. Most yeah. people would say that and they'd be like, you know, you can't tell what's going to happen tomorrow. Whereas my dad, like, year to the day, for fuck's sake. Yeah, he'd be still like, don't be, don't be sad. We'll all be dead soon. So, uh, uh, D- Dennis, the will um, before before we close out, uh, I, I I want to say that um, you know this is. Uh, let us know if you liked this type of episode, mm-hmm. you know, because it's a, a bit of a bit of a different one. I think um, I think I, I I'd like to find more stuff like this. And this also, no sleep has a lot of cre- you know creepy pastors. Are you familiar with them? Yep. Where creepy pastors, if you're if you're creepy pastors, if creepy pastors, if you're familiar not familiar with them, with them too. yeah, yeah, if you're not familiar with them, they're kind of like they're modern day urban myths, you know. The but this, I thought this stood out to me because this is just a guy. Like if the if you read the post in total, it's probably something like five thousand words long, more. And the guy, a lot of it is just the guy talking about the day to day and how horrible some aspects of the job are. Mm. So when I read this. Like just now, having like seen the rest of it, I it it just made me think. Okay, this is this is so, it's so real. Like he's got too much information. Yeah, it's too it's too banal in places. Like it, this is this is his his day to day, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but but I, I might I might put together some creepy pastas in the future, and we can just we can maybe have a bit of a fun episode of like, you know. How does this seem realistic or, or is it just total nonsense? Oh, you know what we're going to do actually in the Den Files, right? We're going to pop into the Den Files after this episode on Patreon, right? Thanks for supporting us on Patreon, right? New content there every week. Um, but I'm going to do the Bobbit Worm. Do you know the Bobbit Worm? This uh, is, it's not actually an, it's not an urban legend. It's a true story. But it's, it's um, about a guy and, a, and his fish tank and his fish keep disappearing. It's terrifying and it's true. And it's updated live, like on an old forum. So, like this guy is updating what's happening, taking pictures and stuff. It's brilliant. I'll bring. I'll. I'll do it on. Um, on the Den Files. I'm not familiar with that. Hey. Um, on the back of that, I think that does it for this week's episode. Um, I've been Dennis Sland. You can find me Dennis Sland 3D on all the places. And over there is uh, Roger O'Sullivan. You can find me at Roger Comedy on Instagram or um, at Roger O'Sullivan on Twitter. And. Uh, you can, uh, well, no, actually, Edinburgh's over by now. So, it is. You know, who cares? Yeah, I guess um, if you want to get some new extra content and support the podcast, uh, sign up to Patreon and follow us over to Dead Files. Other than that, loads of, uh, actually, more reviews and stuff coming in as well, which is nice. Oh, and if you have creepy stories, we'll do another listener special soon. I'd love I think. to do that. Yeah, yeah. So, so if you can send in your creepy stories or, or your, your little mysteries as well, uh, we'd love to hear them. So on the back of that, uh, love you. Bye.